0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. We are back.
2: Oh, my God.
1: OMG, you've changed.
2: Michael, thank you very much. I, I, I got... I there, fa- oh, that was not a compliment. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's essential like your breakfast. It will get you up and going. There's some things you didn't know. Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast. It's the Keith Walsh Podcast. Give you energy like buck fat. And if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle, is the Keith Walsh Podcast. Yeah. yeah, I've had plastic surgery. Should I take the moustache off?
1: Have you seen Better Call Soul?
2: No. no you, you look like Soul. Saul Goodman. Is he the, the solicitor, dude? Yeah. Is he not Baldy? <laughs> Shit. Maybe we should start again. Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Do I look like him? Oh, shit. You know when you think you look like someone else and then someone points something out to you, you're like, oh, shit, is that what I look like?
1: No, no, he's not bald, is he? Because he's got a hairpiece.
2: Oh, but has he got a receding hairline?
1: Yeah, I'm not saying you've got a receding hairline. That's I'm exactly saying you're really, what you're saying. That's exactly no, I'm saying, what I'm saying you're really, really attractive. But where the fuck did you get that moustache from? <laughs> uh i got in a lucky bag
2: um i went to i'll tell you what mike let's get straight into it you
1: i know what you went to and you looked like some uh it was a french evening thing
2: or something french it was the it was the premiere of downton abbey uh, oh fuck you downton abbey uh the second movie of downton abbey uh I've never. Re- I mean, we, we know from this podcast that I'm. I don't watch Downton Abbey. Yes, it's my wife's thing, um, but I went along because it was on in the in a very nice cinema in Rathmines called uh, the Stella. It's very very comfortable. It's the type of cinema you go to. They'll bring you drinks to your table. They'll serve you. You can order food. They'll bring down some Ooh. chips. Yeah, they've got like it's proper armchairs. Uh, nice. you can sink into. They've got like footstools. You can put your feet up. A uh, little sort of like each in between each table, there's a little in between each seat. There's a little round table with a lamp, and you can put your popcorn up there. And you're like, it's oh, it's the most comfortable place. Not just cinema in the world; it's the most comfortable place in the world. I'm I'm finding myself sort of becoming anxious about
1: the whole fact that people can have a little table and have you you've got a little light, you say, and you can eat your food and whatever. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm there to watch fucking film.
2: It doesn't. You don't even notice. Like you, you just that becomes irrelevant after like initially you kind of oh, think this is a bit weird like it's very open almost mm. like a cocktail bar sort of setting but after a while all everyone else just fades into the background You like the screen is really good really big uh uh so and and it's like all the seating is so low down that there's nobody in your way mm. the way it's set it's not like the person in front okay. of you. You can't see them eating their chips or whatever they're doing. And actually, the backs of their chairs are so high that they're sunk down into it. You can't even see anything. It's very private. Uh, you could be doing. You could be. Up to, you could be canoodling. Did, did you canoodle? Uh, not at the premiere of Downton Abbey, because I was on my own. I, oh, um,
1: sh- oh, no, you didn't even take
2: Suzanne?
1: No. You fucking... Why not?
2: That's terrible. Because it was... I got it through... Uh, uh Mandy who's my agent for uh, all things social media and she was like look we're going we've got a spare ticket if you want to come and I was like oh yeah cool uh I'll go along because I like the Stella and uh uh yeah and I'll, I'll bring Suzanne um another day to you film. will in your ass you have the best intentions
1: of doing stuff oh uh, yeah yeah i'll bring suzanne yeah yeah and then it'll be suzanne would you mind going along i've got to take a view and some of the girls to go and see this <laughs> and, then, and then you'll be sitting around playing football and then realize you should be running a marathon but that's just that's just the life according to keith
2: so how was the movie it was good like it's it's uh it's a ridiculous. Um. It's ridiculous. Like the whole premise of it was ridiculous. The story, the plot lines were ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the resolution of the plot lines, was, but it was very enjoyable.
1: Yeah, but *Downton Abbey*, it's it is ridiculous. Yeah,
2: some good. It should continue. Yeah, it should. Be. It's brilliant. Some really good gags. Some really good comedy characters. And uh, is the Irish fella still in it? Yeah, I met him afterwards briefly. It I got did a, not. Well, I got a photograph with him, but I didn't actually meet him. I didn't talk to him. It was just like, oh. We were, I was with a bunch of people that I, I work with and they were like, Oh, come over, come on in here. We're getting a picture with Alan or whatever his name is. So I stuck my head in, and then we got a picture, and then that was it. They all said hello to him, and I was too cool. Yeah, and I looked stylish. and I looked so ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, I don't have, they, I don't <laughs> want them to see me like this. Oh, yeah, anyway. So the point of the thing was I went in costume because it was like the the theme of the evening was, was Riviera, French Riviera, So I wore yeah. A stripy top and rolled up chinos and all socks. And I had to put a um, fake tan on my ankles. <laughs> my, my ankles were so white. I had to tan them up. sally ann showed me. I don't do. I only do Twitter. So sally ann showed me
1: this Instagram. And she said, he's gone for riviera new Looks like a
2: cunt. <laughs> it was the dress called cunt.
1: Do you like, not know that,
2: uh, you don't know that town in the south of France? Cunt. I
1: just, I, yeah, Le cunt.
2: Bes, it's beside Nice. It's cunt. cunt. Ooh, ooh, le cunt.
1: I just expected you to be like, it was real, like uh, like a load of uh, things really. garlic, around your onions.
2: Yeah, yeah. I had, yeah, I, I guess, by cycling a big sort of High Nelly style oh. bike and uh, yeah, a string of garlic around my neck. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was. Um, Life's short, Mike, and uh, I don't give a shit. No, <laughs> it's pretty obvious, by what you?
1: I can't believe that you went without poor Suzanne because that—that is her gig. I know. I understand that you know there's only one ticket, but could you not have given it to her? Or it's—it's uh,
2: it's all about you. <laughs> it's all about me. Like even when we went in, there was like there's like a red carpet and there's Mike is dying. He's lost. No, it. There's fucking more about that later. Oh, Jesus. I'm just glad you're 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 still with us, Mike. Um, <clears throat> When you go in, there's like a red carpet area and there's a photographer there from the press taking photographs and I was like standing in line to have my photograph taken by the, by the guy from the press. And <laughs> This woman came up to you. You can go around that way if you don't want your photograph taken. And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to get my photograph taken. <laughs> she, doesn't didn't. Know who I am. she didn't need me <laughs> to get my photograph taken. Nobody did. But uh but Marty Whelan was in the line behind me, and um I was sitting beside Marty, I was, I, I was,
1: hello, Marty.
2: Was sitting beside Marty. I met his lovely wife and his daughter, and uh oh he I, took
1: the whole fucking family.
2: <laughs> well, he's more famous, so he gets three tickets, I just get one. That's he's that's shit, yo. That's how that's how you go, that's how it goes on the the fame oh. thing. Marty was probably the most famous person there, I'd say. Uh, Marty. I had a good oh. chat. Good chat with Marty. Um, and I, I, I really, I like, I like, uh, I like my life, Mike. Now that I'm not drinking, and I just can drive up to Rathmines, go to the cinema, do a dress ridiculously, jump in the car and drive home, and then, you know, back to reality and normality. You know, yeah, that sounds sounds smug. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, man, I've gone. I've worked hard to get to this level. I hate smugness. my fuck, I hate my life. <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. You're drinking the orange squash. Is that? Are you, oh. are you trying to keep hydrated?
1: I'm trying to keep hydrated. I've been, I have been
2: ill. Mm. So, this, Mike, had, Mike had the COVID listeners, like, and you had the bad COVID. The covis, as my mother would call it, I had the covis. Is this
1: your second? Yeah. Was this your second bout? No, this is my first. I managed to dodge it for two fucking years. And I was one of those idiots who still wore a mask. Um, I still wear a mask going into shops. I still wear a mask going everywhere. When I was briefly working in my new job, which I don't briefly work at anymore, but the less said about that, the better. Um, I wore a mask. And uh, I got a what could only be described as a bit of a bang of the old COVID. Yeah.
2: Describe, like, were you laid low? Were you flat out? Did you have to take to the bed?
1: Well, it's funny because you, um, and I'm sure people are very sick of listening to people's COVID stories. No. I I had um, what I thought was hay fever. I get hay fever this time of the year when the willow's out and it's been dry and lovely and everything's been gorgeous and the weather was lovely and everything was flowering and I was out in the garden doing a bit of mowing and stuff. And I came back. And I had the whole sort of my nose and mouth area just go dry and my eyes go a little bit itchy. So I think okay, I need to up my antihistamines and blah blah blah. And that went on for two days. So it started on a Monday evening, Tuesday. Wednesday, I thought, oh, little bit of a dicky throat. I thought, oh, just a li- literally tiny bit, like you know, like you wouldn't even pay any attention to pre-COVID. So I thought, oh, I'll have a little test. So I took a test, nothing whatsoever. Uh Thursday, we were going out for the day, myself, Sally-Ann, and my niece in the car all day with the three of them. We weren't wearing masks in the car, but everywhere else we went, we wore masks. And I tested before we went, because I said, I've still got a little bit of a sore throat. But my all the all the fluy symptoms have gone at this stage. And uh, nothing, nothing whatsoever. Got up on the Friday morning, felt a little bit more odd. Is the only way I could say I was smelling things. Um, and you, you'd really have to work on smelling. So I, I, I kind of was like sniffing my underarm. Uh, can I smell the deodorant? And then all of a sudden it would whack it, you, you know, it hit you. And you can get this kind of a woo. And you get this real intense smell. Um, and everything was really intense. And I thought, oh, shit, here we go. It's probably, it's probably COVID. Either COVID
2: or you've taken acid. Acid is right.
1: So I took the test and bearing in mind all the time, it, it, it had taken, you know, obviously it, the tests were all the same or whatever, but this literally the, the drop hit and the line went across and beep, the other beep, line beep, went across. Beep, yeah. it was like... beep, beep, beep. So I was like, Oh shit. Now I have to fucking live. So I had to live in the front room for however many days, because you take it that the first onset of the COVID is, or your thing is day zero, day one or day zero and then you've got to do seven days full isolation and then three of not so full isolation, but day five and six, I was absolutely fucked. Like I, I kept dropping things. I couldn't work out how to turn the television off at one point. I kept um, anytime, anytime I pick anything up, I'd fucking drop it. It was just a oh, hand-eye coordination, gone um, brain fuzz, gone. And Everything smelt of smoke on day five. Everything, you know, when you get your, your chimney swept I don't know if you've, and you walk into the house afterwards, there's a smell of smoke in the house. That's what it smelt like. The whole world smelt. of smoke. <laughs> so I was like, fucking hell, everything's really smokes. There's something on fire. And I was con- convinced something was on fire somewhere and there was no fire lit in the house or whatever. The next day, um, I was like, I was coughing and the snot was coming out and whatever, and everything. Smelt sweet. Wow. Um, but it was the most ridiculous, because sally going to me, is it, like, soap that's sweet? Is it this? Is, no, 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 I'm glad everything smells sweet. The world.
2: The world. Well Every time, if you inhaled through your nose, it was a sweetness. Sweet smell,
1: yeah. Everything was sweet. It was, it was bizarre, which puts you off your food, because it's like... I don't want anything now because you feel like you've just had an ice cream or something. You know what yeah, I mean? It just kind fair. of yeah. everything. I went out to, to walk the dog around the garden because you could, you know, because we live here in the middle of nowhere. So I could just, when everybody was out of the house, actually Jimmy got COVID exactly the same time as me. And he was about a day behind me getting it and a day ahead of me coming out of it. But I'm still fucked, like tired and nose and everything just fucked and brain Freezy and sort of, you go upstairs and you uh, <sighs> take wow. the dog around the garden. You
2: fucked, yeah. And where are you at now? How many days? Like when did when did you? I'm on day thirteen. Okay. You know. Fucking hell, Mike. Yeah. So
1: I, I mean, but it, it, it's been the aftermath. The, actually, during the whole thing, the cough and everything. The cough was bad, and the, the snotty nose was bad. But it's just like having a cold. But it's afterwards. The, the tiredness. You hear people talking about it all the time,
2: and you kind of think, oh, fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, well. actually, that's a good point, because, like, I think we've all become quite blasé about mm, it. Yeah. And actually, you know, almost uh, with the passage of time, looking back and it going, like, was it really that bad? Yeah, like, you yeah, seem yeah. to have made a big fuss over nothing. But, Mike, I'm just glad you're with us, because I know of people who have died in recent days from COVID with, underli- with underlying... Yeah. With, you know with the underlying conditions but yeah it's still there and it's still bad and it's still and people with and long covid now seems to be yeah, yeah. the thing uh you know that that uh, that people are talking about uh people who still haven't gotten it who got it and you know a year ago or whatever and still haven't sort of like gotten back to where they were um so it, like it, it's it as i said like we have become quite blasé about it. I'm really not saying have
1: and I went I just before it came on here I was down at the local supermarket no one wearing a mask yeah absolutely nobody amazing you know and I just think and I was one of those fucking idiots people are actually taking the piss out of me for wearing a mask you know what I mean what are you wearing that for you, you know what do you think you're going to get COVID it's like fuck, yes I do and I fucking did well, Mike,
2: can we remember as well that we the, we wear the mask so you don't pass COVID on if you have it? It's it's exactly it's because you're thinking of other people. Not it's not a fucking it's not a selfish act.
1: But there is a selfish act to it as well. I think we all kind of said at the beginning, "Oh yeah, it's to stop old people getting It's It really a, stop me. Fucking. <laughs> it? And that's kind of latterly. I've been wearing it to sort of because I see people coughing and spluttering. And going on big nights out, and they're all on the fucking lashes. Thousands of people. You know, we were out last night. The house party was fantastic. And I'm going. Somebody there is going to be sick, and I'm going to get it. And I just saw loads of people recently with COVID. It was everywhere over Easter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I didn't put myself in harm's way.
2: I went to a thing, uh, a, a a thing in a bar, uh, and I was talking to a guy who's kind of a. I don't know. Anytime I see him you know, and maybe, maybe I was this person once, but he's like, he gets quite like, you know, drunk, drunky. Like, you know, he likes, likes the pints and, you know, talking shite, talking shite, but in your face, you know, like, and and fucking, and it was the first time I'd experienced in a long time where actual his spittle was landing on my face. Oh my
1: God. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I was like, this fucking, this is not, this can't be happening. This is not real. Like Jesus Christ. And I was just like, I'm getting out of here. Like his spit landed on my face. You know? I know.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't even think I. I don't even think I pretended he didn't do it. I'm pretty sure I just wiped it with my with my forearm straight away and just went. Holy, I don't even think he fucking noticed anyway. No, of
1: course he didn't. He shit face. But that's okay. If you if you're the wrong side of a couple of scoops as well, you you kind of you blood you, you know you yeah, get yeah, 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 yeah. all over that stuff. Yeah. I was great, Greg. What the I was <laughs> great, Greg. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Mike, it's great oh. that you're, that you're, that you're with us and that you're, are you, are you getting, do you feel like you're getting better? There's hope. Is there light at the end of the tunnel, the COVID tunnel? Uh, th- no. There is, but I'm, I'm, I'm
1: really, really tired. Like I've got to go. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, we're not as fortunate. Some, some people have passed over to the other side recently. A friend of mine and a, fr- a mutual friend of ours actually has passed yeah. over to the other side, all tricky. Um. So I, you know, I, I, you feel kind of silly having this flu when other people are in all sorts of terrible times and going through wars and death and whatever. You know, it's just it's fucking terrible.
2: Yeah, it's all relative as well, Mike. It, it is. Know, you know, you got to, you've still got got yeah, to I'm get through to through your day, you know. Um, and are you, are you going to try and make it to that? You're going to try and get up and get out and get to that uh, funeral? Yes, or? I'm going to get to, to, to Richard. Richard was a, a friend of
1: mine who you would have known as well, obviously, um, through juries in Kensington. Richard O'Sullivan, he was the financial controller over there. Um, I actually remember when he first came to the hotel because it was a brat, it was Juries Hotel in London, and it was the uh, the home of the Irish. I know we've spoken about it before, but you know it was like everybody was coming in, and they were booking sort of people from RTE to come in. I'm sure there that was the, the the old version of, you know, booking people to go to the cinema on a Tuesday evening and get the picture taken with somebody from Downton. It was like to get somebody from the Irish press over to see somebody kind of famous in Juries, and it was all really kind of secured as roots of sort of you know your man is coming in or your woman is coming in. And anybody who was coming over from juries, they were like, they're coming over from office. Let's we better. And Richard O'Sullivan was coming in, and he's coming over to be the financial controller. And it was like, oh fucking hell. We better sweep the steps. We better make sure the brass is this. We better do the make brass. Sure. My yeah. Fa- yeah do... My
2: favorite job, Mike, my favorite job, of doing the do brass, the brass. <laughs> with an old with an old pillowcase. <laughs> do the windows. Make
1: sure there's no smudges on the stuff. And uh you know, we, we I mean, the, the managing director, Peter Malone, had been over the week before and said, Listen, Richard's coming. You don't need to look after him. He, he was a big deal for us to come in and get him. He was massive. And he's been in juries in, in Balls Bridge. And he's, oh, fucking. And I was expecting this fucking psycho to come through the door. You know, it's sort of like literally a team of accountants. And it was yeah. going to be like something out of like a hitman coming in the door, you know. And in comes this fella, medium sized, stocky, kind of, you know, bit of an attitude. And I said, uh, and I didn't realize who he was when he walked in the door. And just a little roller case behind him said, can I take your bag to your room for you? Uh, no, no, you fucking can't. I said, can I show you to your room? Uh, no, no, sure, I'll find the fucking thing. Um, I said, uh, my name is Mike. Um, I'll be here, you know, and uh, he said, I'm Richard O'Sullivan From I'm, I'm going to be living here for a while. I'm, I'm coming over to do the accounts kind of thing. And I thought, okay, I said, listen, let me take the bag up and I'll show you to the room, whatever. And uh, they put on this nice room for him and everything, but we were full. So get him up to the room. (laughs) And I said, I'll just show you around. He says, well, listen, he says, it's not that fucking difficult. There's a bathroom in there and there's a fucking television. I think I'll find my way around. I said, I think you'll find that television's fucking broken. (laughs) (laughs) And that was my first interaction with him. And he just went, ah, for fuck's sake. And I, you know, and then he gave me a pound tip and I tried to give it back to him. And on for for weeks afterwards, when we go out for beer or whatever, I would try and give him this pound back because I was so mortified. Um, but we came to the best of buddies, and ironically, his thing was TV and film. I mean, he went on to become a, a screenwriter and you know studied it in, in Los Angeles and whatever. And uh, yeah, and and TV was his big thing. <laughs> he would watch fucking television in his room for three months. Because anything <laughs> that broke went into his. There was no kettle, there was nothing. It was like Salvaging anything that came out of something broke, it. Something broke taken out of his room. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he was in a twin and one of the room, the beds came went missing <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah. So here's to Tricky. Um uh, he leaves behind the lovely Kira, his beautiful wife, of course, who was the the head uh she was HR at the time. Yeah. She employed everyone. And uh, the three lovely daughters, Emily, Victoria, and Rachel. Very sad. Very, very sad,
2: very sad. Yeah. and I don't, I, remember, I remember Richard. I wouldn't have had much deals with him, but I, I would have had much more deals with Kira, and uh, she was she was lovely. I mean, um, both lovely people. But uh, yeah, very sad. Jesus, Mike. Very sad. And when he when he used to get drunk,
1: which he did quite frequently, he uh, we would go down to the Anglesey Arms, and if anybody would start singing, he'd, he'd be in because um, he knew he lived. He was from Kildare. So he every time he got drunk, he'd always mentioned, uh, "Oh fucking hell, that that fella on the right, Ray uh, Ray Darcy." Ray Darcy. Yeah, I yeah. was in the FCA with Ray Darcy. He's under, <laughs> <laughs> that's all he'd say. And then the pissed, the more pissed he get, the more of an American accent he get. I was in the FCA like some southern black bell with Ray Darcy from Deer. <laughs> because uh, he was actually. From newbridge he I think yeah he was born he was he was actually born in um <clears throat> oh where was he he was he was born in in Caldavon in Limerick,
2: okay, but well, spent some time in Newbridge,
1: yeah, I think his father was the head of the racing board,
2: okay, so the current makes sense, yeah, 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 yeah. horsey.
1: <laughs> Yeah, Tricky he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't know what to do with a fucking horse, though. He would, yeah, 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 put the money on this and it'd be fucking donkey. <laughs> <coughs> well, listen, you know, yes. rest in peace, Richard. Absolutely, yeah. What a gentleman, yeah. Um, yeah. So what have we been up to, I suppose? Mm. is the- Well, it's been a while, hasn't it, Mike? It's been a month.
2: It's been two I was thinking
1: it was embarrassing, embarrassingly long time. But Mike,
2: the thing the thing I love about this is that we, we'll always get to it. It's always there for us. Yes. You know, life will go on, and we can always check in and do a podcast. And there's no pressure. There's nobody saying we have to do it, except people writing to you and saying, "Well, it's, you know." But that's but that but I'm okay with that because they're not writing to me.
1: <laughs> Funny enough, yesterday I had a, a text from a guy saying, "Best of luck in the new job." I just heard the latest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, uh, thanks. But I, I actually left that. Uh, we parted the ways. So, uh, yeah, more on that story as it develops. As it develops, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, now, I'm now um, not doing anything at all. You're now a lady of leisure. Very much a lady of leisure, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's just as well, because uh, I, I don't think I would have been able to do anything. You would have been me. off anyway. I would have been off, yeah, mm. with, with the old COVID situation, I would have been, yeah.
2: Uh, I was going to say, like, what have, what? So, what have you been up to? But you've told me you've basically been up to nothing, apart from, apart from the big dramas that we can't really talk about, because, no. you know, we did mention, we did mention all that kind of stuff, and 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 it's it's you've parted ways, and maybe yeah. maybe it'll be in the book. It'll be in the book, Mike.
1: Well, there you go. I tried to fucking write a sh- short story mm-hmm. for the RTE thing. Yeah. And I had one in the bank, and I thought, I'll sit down and edit it. Could I edit it? I couldn't even fucking read it. I got to the, the first paragraph about six times, and I thought, no, nah, this is just, I'm going to fuck this computer out the window now. It was just, I could not concentrate. Yeah, I couldn't write, couldn't think. I thought, I'm going to make a dog's dinner of this now. So I might do that, actually, over the next week or so. Just It would only take an hour just to sit down, edit, and, and- send it off, you know, and... and Top unless, and
2: it, yeah. unless you write something completely new about your COVID experience, <laughs> <laughs> seven oh, days, seven days on the mattress. Yeah. People, you have to exclude, excuse Mike's coughing, but he, he has got, he's pretty, he's pretty ill, so um, don't be too hard on yeah. him. On the be,
1: fucking mattress, the fucking cat's dancing on my testicles at six o'clock in the morning as well.
2: Oh, that's This is a, a, a well-known COVID cure. If you can get the cat to dance on your testicles at six a.m., you'll be right by twelve. <laughs> if you got no sleep. To, to get the cat I to lick your forehead. Fucking couldn't sleep. I just. Oh.
1: And is that's it is sick. it um
2: is it like uh, is it sick like when you're you know when you're that sick that you're almost like hallucinating weird dreams and all that kind of shit half asleep yeah. half-away kind of real anxiety dreams Mm. I had a dream one night that everything
1: in my life there was a list of my life and everything began with the two letters double d and I can still see it in my head and I dream in color because it was on a it was on a reddish piece of paper there was a margin to the line and it was red and it was like dd um 4296 and I couldn't work out what the dd was somebody out there now in podcast land will work out what dd meant but I have literally no idea and I couldn't I literally couldn't, and I, I, and I woke up, the cat jumped on my testicles, I threw the cat out through the window, and then went back to sleep and still carried on with the same anxiety,
2: the same DD. So it was, Just, a, it was a, a list of things in, in your life that you needed to do, was it? But you mm, figure yeah. out what it was. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: And then um, something had happened, something had happened on my bank account, and somebody had taken some money out of it. So in, in the middle of everything, I was checking my bank balance going, oh, what the, f-? whoa, 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 whoa. So it took me two days to get my shit together enough that I could write down stuff and ring a company to say, listen, well, I don't know what's going on here, but don't be taking any money out of my account. Thank you very much. And it took it out of my credit card. And it was like, it was really odd. Um, but about, I'd seen this late at night. And then I'd, I'd, I'd remembered that I hadn't checked another bank account. So I was, I was like, oh I no, I need to remember the pin. And I was like, oh fuck, I can't remember the oh, pin. Goodness. And all two days, all that was in my head was the pin of this account and it was wrong. And I was, it was like a mantra in my head going, you know, five, six, one, two, four, nine, five, six, four, two, four, nine, five, six. Four. And every time, every waking moment, it filled my head. And that was like when I was awake and asleep. It was just fucking bizarre.
2: Jesus, Mike. Yeah, I used to have those dreams, especially working. Sometimes I'd have them in, when I was working in juries. If if I did the late shift and then I was on early in the morning, you know the way that weird sleep. If mm. you're working till eleven and then you're trying to get sleep, and you do get sleep, and it's like, but you're still like. Your, your head is still gone, so you're just yeah. having, you're still in work, you're dreaming about work, like, you know, uh, like, you, you know, you're dreaming that you've fallen asleep on the counter of the concierge desk or whatever, you know, um, and you're supposed to be helping people, but you're just like, you know, you're just like asleep in the foyer, you know, in a sleeping bag or whatever. But uh, yeah, those are kind of, uh, I've, I've, I have a recurring dream that I have where I've gone back into radio and uh, the first broadcast is due and I arrive into the room to do the show and it's just a desk. Like uh, there's no buttons or microphones, just like literally a desk, Uh, not not a not a sound desk, a desk, you know, (laughs) a wooden desk. There's no microphones and there's no buttons. And I'm like trying to do the show with nothing. And I don't even know what I'm supposed to be saying. And I don't even know what radio station I'm working for. And, I'm de- and that is, that, that's, that's, that's my pure anxiety, isn't it? That's my uh, recurring, recurring dream at the moment. Kind of like the leave cert dream that people have, you know, that you, yes, you're doing your yeah. leave-insert, but there's no paper, there's no, you've no pen, your pen isn't working or whatever. But, but it's uh, funny,
1: I never, I, my, my superpower, if I ever had one, was being able to sleep. And not, I, I never dwelt on anything. I, you know, the, the 11 o'clock shift, finished. <laughs> like really? Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. would never dwell on anything. But only over the last month, my anxiety levels, and I think that 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 helped with the COVID situation. I think mm. everything hit. It was the perfect storm for my body just to get whacked.
2: Do you reckon your immune system was like... Yes. The force field was down. Yeah. Mom- literally, yes. Momentarily, yeah. was a, there was a glimpse, and it just yeah. got in there. Yeah. Fucking bastard. That's what it felt like. Fuck you,
1: COVID. Fuck you, COVID. And speaking of force fields, we've got to do some check. Check, check.
2: check, check, check it out what 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 is it you all, know, about? all about what do yeah. you, you well what do you do you want to go first because i know we both i have a list i have thing. like
1: i because i've had covid i have had an awful lot of time to watch television and i binged to be jesus the one thing that surprised me i binged to be jesus out of most was star trek picard okay on, uh it, it was on um what you call it uh, amazon
2: Okay, I have not. I'm not. I'm not really a Trekky.
1: No, I I understand that. But, but but but
2: but but this, you know, but
1: sell me, sell it to me. This the, the acting in this is superb. It's all based on the next generation sort of stuff. It's years on from Star Trek: The Next Generation, and he's become a sort of admiral in the fleet now and whatever. And he's an old retired man on his, and he's got a a sort of vineyard in France, as in Jean Luc Picard. That's where he came from. And the story starts there and it just kind of takes off and takes hits another level. And it's got everything that a sci-fi person would want. It's got got those cool ships. It's got the really good cast. It's got really, really good actors. And it also fucks around with time. And that's the best bit of Star Trek when they start messing around with time and it's these paradoxes and whatever. And if you do this to the timeline and whatever, <clears throat> couldn't recommend it highly enough. I started watching it at six o'clock one evening and finished it at one o'clock the next morning. It was like, bang. No way. Job like done. Proper binge. Proper binge. First time I've ever really, really bunged. Is that the past tense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunged on anything. It was just, yeah. it was like heroin.
2: I even gave up The Last Kingdom to watch it. Okay. So you took a break from binging on something else to to properly binge yeah. on it. But this was during your your sojourn my, on the mattress yeah Ma- mattress days mattress yeah. make we call you <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, first first recommendation star trek
1: yeah and then i went i then started looking out other star treks and there's a new one there's another one called star trek discovery which is equally as
2: good okay um the, the picard one is it like is it, is it less ship based then? Because my my knowledge of Star Trek is like it opens up and they're heading somewhere on the ship, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. they need to do they're, something, and something happens suddenly, so they have to help them, and yeah. beam, beam, it, then they get beamed down somewhere, and then that's a different land, and everyone's naked, and <laughs> yes, women like, are in
1: charge generally. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's And we're like, it's all, yeah.
2: How can we make uh, what about a world that's totally fucked up? What if we did a world where the women were in charge? No. Too, too unbelievable <laughs> okay yeah it is it is sci-fi let's try it yeah um so, yeah, Picard, so that, those were he, all formulaic these ones aren't that formulaic but it's much he,
1: more of a story
2: if he come he came from like he grew up on a vineyard in france is that what you're saying or is that yes. where he retired to or whatever and that's where he retired to exactly he grew okay. up there and retired there and it's all about that and so like all... it, sorry now sorry to interrupt you like is he like just out in the vineyard like doing shit and then he goes I have to go into work like drives to the local station to jump on a fly a, a spaceship to go to another galaxy no he gets beamed places okay Does he have a special beam machine in the vineyard house? No,
1: Nowadays, you don't have to stand on the thing anymore. You don't have to stand. It's not like Kirk.
2: Oh, you can just get beamed. As long as you've got a thing on your chest. Could he be on the jacks? And then they beam him up. And he's like, (laughs) fuck's sake, lads. I was having a shit.
1: He's just about to do a big shit. (laughs)
2: Just mid shit.
1: (laughs) He's in the squatting, and then you fall because because there's no toilet. Of course, there won't be in the toilet. So he would just come just in the squatting be- position and fall into his own shit. <laughs>
2: oh, not again! Yeah, that's that's the Picard I want to see. So, but does he get beamed up to? Do because there's something going on. We need Picard, so we get so he just gets beamed up. Does he know he's getting beamed up to get advance warning, or is he just like yeah? He'll
1: get. They've got communication like phones, like you know that sort of thing.
2: It's not. (laughs) It's we get a text. Are you uh Sunday? We're gonna. Are you free to? a bit of time yeah. on a ship. Uh, He's an
1: old retired captain, so they made him an admiral and they sort of bring him up for big things and whatever. And all of a sudden, something kicks off at one of those events. Okay. Or somebody pulls him aside and said, listen, we've got a little trek for you. Do you want to go out mm-hmm. to, to Venus for the afternoon or whatever? Because they can do that now. And they just go, yeah, okay, fine. And then all of a sudden.
2: Some yeah. shit goes down and he, he has to, down. and they need him to sort it out. Just handy he was there very much so and there's, mm. there's this entity called q is
1: it who is an omnipotent because actually gene rodenberry who 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 sort of he uh, he created star trek it's all earth based you know so you've got various sort of species who are based on sort of races if you like on planet earth very loosely, but you can kind of see it, you know, it's like, it's like Lord of the Rings is based on the first world war. Mm. This is based on sort of interracial stuff that was happening in the sixties in
2: America. Sorry. Lord of the Rings is based on the first world war. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to go back and watch that again.
1: Yeah. They're all based on the wars, aren't they?
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Sorry. On. <laughs> just, writing so... that down.
1: just writing that down. <laughs> so Lots of them are. There are lots of them, lots of these sort of sci-fi things are based on wars and you know and, and who does what. And there's always the the dodgy one, the Hitler. There's always mm. the the good one. And there's always a fight for whatever. And they're trying to drag the dwarfs in who might be the Americans, come in a bit late. And okay. whoever, you know, that sort of thing. Um anywho, in Star Trek, it's all sort of uh, it's all based on humanity, but there's this omnipotent being called Q who is everywhere and can do anything and everything at the click of his fingers. And the very first Star Trek back in 95, 96, maybe, maybe earlier, Star Trek next generation was Q putting humanity on trial because they were so barbaric. And it was the first two part. It was the opening. And John luc Picard was the man who stood up for humanity and said, we might be flawed. We might be this. We might be the other, but we are who we are and you know you can't judge us Q and Q is obviously a sort of a a deity so you could call him the god god figure Mm. but he comes back into Picard and he's dying so god is dying and he wants to put humanity on trial again (gasps) so he starts fucking up with the
2: timeline It's, it's fascinating
1: wow fascinating yeah
2: Nice one. Okay. Well, I'm gonna check yeah. that out. Check. Check, 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 check. check it out. What, what 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 what's it all about? This is like a bumper, check it out. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. Um, we probably haven't got time because you've got people around for dinner, haven't you? Oh, no, that's okay. Uh I just I don't think don't know if they're here yet. Maybe they walked. Um, don't see a car outside. Uh we should talk about the The Last Kingdom. Oh yeah, you you put me onto it, and my
1: brother put me onto it, actually. I'm pointing at you now. Um and when I, I said to my brother that Keith had said it was worth a watch, uh, my brother had said to me, Yeah, it was it's really worth a watch. He said, and I've watched it and binged on it. Um, but the only problem was, um, he said, you'll never guess who recommended it to him, as in who recommended my brother. Heard a recommendation on the radio. And I said, Who? And he said it was it was Roland Keith. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: I would never have watched it. <laughs> A good old yeah. row, good
2: man Ro. yeah, yeah good last, man row,
1: yeah.
2: The Last Kingdom, and 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 I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't know anything really about the Viking Saxon no. uh, wars. Uh, I didn't really know much about that period. Uh It is about. Uh, a time in what we we call England. It wasn't England at the time. Yes. It was like Mercia yeah, yeah. and London and all these. It was really odd
1: names, yeah. Like, mm. but, but some of the places are like real shitholes, like you know, like Shoreditch. Or Wilk, yeah, like places that
2: are that yeah. are irrelevant now, but like at the time, Rumcorn. Like, yeah, like some fucking back yeah. arse place, yeah. which was like which had a castle. But uh, and then you had like you know like Scotland, Wales, like there were proper kingdoms. Uh, And then Hmm. there was sort of England was broken into different uh, countries, uh, basically. And the Vikings uh, kept wanting to take, well, basically it was almost uh, a Danish colony, wasn't it? Uh, Danish enclave.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was, they they were, they were coming down, raiding, taking bits, living in peace for a little while. And then somebody would get the ass with somebody and somebody cut someone's head off by by mistake. Like, (laughs) fuck. And then the king would have to go. Oh shit! I can't lose face, so they go go off and batter each other and kill each other. It was fantastic. It's, but the thing about the Last Kingdom is, um, it really was like nine, the 900th century or the 9th century. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a
2: quote, wasn't there, that you know, guys, you can't, you can't, we, yeah. you can't go, uh, you can't go, you can't go chopping people's heads off. This is the 9th century or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. come on worried.
1: lads yeah this is the ninth century yeah. get a grip come you know, on you're you're and that.
2: Like that. <laughs> just like the ahead someone just like that it's the ninth century we're civilized but um but it was brilliant uh and i i really kind of i've really started looking into those characters and because the kings were real the Danes yeah. were real yeah. is, uh, um i won't remember any of their names now but like you know Ethelred, and red Ethelbert not yeah, beard Ethel- and uh, bl- blood hair and uh, yeah. all these and and Uhtred was the main character um, uh, and, and and all based on all these wars that actually happened in these battles and, and whatever yeah. uh, Uhtred is the main character just the thing that I I just I, I mean I overlooked it and I just kept I kept watching and I said look that's just one of these things that's going to happen. The fucking Uhtred, every time he came back he did something brilliant, so this character Uhtred would do something brilliant and he'd yeah. win like a battle and he'd kill somebody, he'd come back to the king and he'd be like yeah fucking brilliant and then some guy would go in and say oh Uhtred you're only a cunt and Uhtred would <laughs> kill, kill him, right and then the king would go oh you did something brilliant but now you've just killed somebody in court and he's a priest so now I'm going to have to mm-hmm. hang you and I, now I sentence you to death god, I guess. so every season he was almost sentenced to death, yeah like hung, drawn, and quartered, almost like gets a stay of execution at the last second from some randomer, and then goes and does something brilliant again and wins the war, and that's like the that's the arc of the story, isn't it? Like, yeah, you know. and, and literally every episode was
1: a smaller arc of that. It was like, yeah, they're in the shits, and even within that, yeah, 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 yeah we're in the shits, lads, um, and the the group of lads around him come on, we'll go and fight for this. I don't really want to fight for that, but we, oh, fuck it, we will anyway, because we will follow you, Uhtred. And he goes off on a campaign solo yeah. and they all turn up. And all of a sudden, like an army would turn up for the, for no apparent reason. Where are we going to meet you? In that field over there. How the fuck did they know where the field was? It was like, yeah, we're going to meet you in this field by the trees. We'll take them. And they're just about like, they'll be surrounded by Vikings or Saxons or whatever. Just you know, about in, to be. Insert baddie here. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. about to be slaughtered. And some other lads who were anti the baddies would turn up and go,
2: aye, for Uhtred! And, and, then he, who, and then he wouldn't know. I was like, how does he know? Sometimes he'd be fighting with Vikings against yes. other Vikings. Sometimes he'd be fighting with the Saxons against Vikings, and some of the other Vikings would join the Saxons, but, the, but there'd be other Saxons with the Viking. Like, who, yeah, how would you and know they all would had be? the
1: same haircuts. It was like, who, who, how do they know? The lads on the horseback when they're coming in slaying people. Who do they know they're not slaves? Lashing,
2: lashing everybody out
1: of it. Yeah. doesn't matter. I uh, like the fact that the priests could ride all around them and kill
2: people, though. The priests uh, were just into drinking and riding and then the, the odd baptism and maybe yeah. a bit of, bit of marriage. And then, they'd, and then they'd offer some advice. But there, yeah. but 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 life was cheap uh, and you could get killed. Uh, you know, I, like people are being killed all over the place. You know, yeah. if you think Game of Thrones is bad, like there's no, there's nothing like... Uh, The Last Kingdom for killing people off. Characters, main characters.
1: Is is it controversial to say that I liked it more than Game of Thrones?
2: No, I don't think so. Uh, I can't say I liked it more. I liked it as much. Hmm. Uh, I felt like it it didn't have... Hmm.
1: Yeah. Dragons, but it was a much cleaner storyline. You know, you kind of... You, you could dip in and out without being confused. Game of Thrones. If you gave, if you walked away from that for three weeks, you would never fucking Scooby Doo what's going on?
2: Yeah, it was easier to understand who was who was from what family or what mm. uh, what court or what king they worked for. Or whatever that was a lot cleaner. There was less less people involved, yeah. less family involved, less less countries involved, less languages to understand. But uh, um, yeah, like, yeah. So I just thought it was. I think also it was, was kind of like you know the start of each season to be like somewhere like living in his gaff yeah just just, like, just doing nothing all day just riding and drinking and you know and then someone to come over and go you need to someone's been beheaded you need to get back the king needs you for something urgently he's like but the king hates me yeah but he's he doesn't hate yeah. you anymore he needs you he's decided to forget about the time he shot the priest or stabbed the priest and uh all is forgiven come back and then he has to say goodbye to the woman he's riding and go back Yeah, and and then he leaves them
1: unguarded. You know what's going to happen? Three episodes away, they're all going to be slaughtered by a load of flats. Yeah, some other other baddie. Insert baddies here.
2: Yeah, they'll ride into his his town, kill kill everybody. Um, and he did so much for the king, like you know, literally Alfred. I will spare to Alfred, and this is the daughter saved saved his baby child who went on to become king, and uh, literally saved his kingdom like it's, yeah. it's, his daughter. Was, he it was, got it was,
1: shafted though at every time he was every so time. much in
2: debt so much in the king was in so much in debt to him but the king didn't really the king would be like really nice and he'd be like man the like you know in my if you like me saying to you mike that was really great like jesus christ man you really got me out of a hole there you know yeah. but i fucking going to kill you now <laughs> Anyway, Boy, worse, worse. I'm going to send people to kill you when you've done something good for me again. Yeah, I need right. to save face. I can't be seen loving you so much for doing something brilliant. I need to. I've got are... to. I have to take an eye out of your head. Yeah,
1: but you're not. You're not baptized. That was great. The eye. I've heard the eye. Yeah. 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 He yeah, was yeah, a little yeah. shit. That
2: fella. Little dick. But uh, re- very good though. Oh, great, great, great character and great oh. actor. Uh, that's the next recommendation. The Last Kingdom. Yes. Check the it last out. Kingdom. Check, check, check. check. Check, it, Check out. it out. Please do feel free to recommend anything. Uh, I, sometimes forget the word. It's a podcast, Mike, that we're doing. But if, if you're listening now and you want to recommend something to us and yes, send us a yes. little synopsis, yes. you can email. Uh, what's the name of the podcast as well? I think it's, again, okay, it's uh, Keith Watch Podcast. podcast. Yeah. So it's KeithWalshPod at gmail.com. I remember. There you go. There you go. You can yeah. email us. Next recommendation, Mike. Um, so I went
1: then to another binge fest. Uh, something that people have recommended to me and it's always come up, and I just thought I don't have the time for it. And I don't know, I just something about the, the way it came across the screen on Netflix, I thought I don't fancy it. Money heist. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> brilliant. 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 Spanish. Okay. Um, brilliant. How lots many,
2: of, how lots many of beautiful s- people? Ten episodes. Ten episodes. One series. Yeah, that's it. Job is a good. one. Okay, well, that's a nice size. Yeah, it is a nice size. Manageable. It's perfect. Give us a little sort of like set it up for us. Um, I get that it's a money heist.
1: Yeah, but you see, that's that's the that's the 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 perfect thing about it. It's it's a really it's not like oceans. Ele- it's like Ocean's Eleven should have been. It's, it's a really really clever version of oceans whatever it was at 12 or oceans 11 the the, the initial one when they got a group of people together but they actually they stayed in a house for five months and studied what they were going to do so it it kicks off from that and the guy that's leading it is he's just fucking fat every every time somebody does something he's thought about it. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. And then you get humanity and love and everything in the middle of it. It's just, yeah, you just can't see things happening and happening to him. And it's like, oh, Jesus, we're all going to, they're all going to get caught. Oh, yeah, it's very, really, really good.
2: Uh, stressful, mm. stressful watch or, or...
1: Stressful-ish, yeah. I had yeah. to break it down into sort of half hour episodes. It was a bit kind of like, Phew. just need to relax now for a minute because I, I think he's not going to get,
2: I think we're not going to make it because we have episodes it. left. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so not not like lock stock and two smoking barrels or, or oh no 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 no, um, no 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 no,
1: clever really clever television
2: real good drama
1: um beautiful people um uh some not so beautiful people but you know sort of really it's, it touches everything really really nicely done
2: mm. do you think it's based on true a true like real life or do you think Jesus, that, I don't know? That, that kind of world exists where there's people in Spain oh, or France, show. you know, uh, you know, uh, planning, planning big heists and, you know, to rob robbing them.
1: and heists have been there. You know, the, the lads who did the, the jewellery robbery in London, you know, the, that, that that those things have been around since people started keeping things safe. Since Utrud. Since Utrud, <clears throat> yeah, because we will go and you will take the silver. <laughs> but I did not promise you the silver. I'm Utrud, It is my destiny. <laughs> I've started watching Vikings Valhalla as well. Okay, last night. yes. Uh, but can't <clears throat> watch the first one. The, the accents are all over the shop. Some of them are like Dutch people. So it's like, hello, would you like to bash some weed off me? Because you can't really take them seriously. Yeah. And the English king is the, I think I've mentioned this already, the Irish doctor that was in Ballykiss Angel, yeah. who since he was on Ballykiss Angel is on every medical advert in this country since so if you've got a sore arse you know the fellow that does the voiceover
2: (laughs) john bosco hogan i think is the actor john
1: bosco hogan join up to the vhi today and now he's the king of england in the 12th century or whatever it's just
2: well can i say something to you this is not Hmm. a spoiler but he doesn't last long so you 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 know i'm
1: banking on that you did say that but i'm I'm kind of banking on him not surviving
2: yeah, it's hard. I tell you what, it's hard to make the. Because I watched the, the Last Kingdom first, and then I, I went into. Then I was look, looking for something. So then I went into Vikings, Valhalla. Um, but you do get into it. It's different. There's a different pace to it. Uh, it's, you know, it's, you're, it, there's almost like a disappointment because it's not what you were watching. You know that? Yes. So it's, it's, not, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not its fault, if you know what I mean. You're just like, it's not the other thing, but it'll do. But actually, it's quite good. And it's there's only, they've only made one series. So it's not like with The Last Kingdom, we had five. I know to get through, and I fucking binged that. Like, I mean, I was sneaking off, like I was on my lunch break here working from home, I'd watch an episode, you know. Um, but uh um, but I liked it, and then and now I've started watching barbarians. Oh, so barbarians is the Romans and the Germans. Uh they were they called them barbarians, the German uh um clans, gangs, whatever they were called, like because Germany wasn't. A country it was just yeah. a lot of um chieftains and and um, what would they call them? Uh, what do they call the Reich? I think they oh, call Are they the right
1: now? Yeah,
2: or... what do they call um Hitler, uh, the Fuhrer, the Fuhrer. I think they were all like Reichs and Fuhrers and all that kind of stuff, like only oh, okay. like chiefs right. and like we would call in Ireland like chiefs and and um, chief, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, the barbarians and the Romans and how they kicked the Romans out of uh. Out of that part of the world. Um, so what, what's that on? Is that on Netflix? That's on Netflix as well. Yeah. Now, now the problem with that is it's it's um, dubbed. Um, oh, I don't love I don't love the dubbing. No, but, and it gives it because some of the accents are American and um, and it's great. Like it's perfect when they have their own voices because some parts are subtitled because they're talking Italian, but they've obviously decided okay. to change. I presume it was filmed initially in originally in German, maybe. Uh, so they changed the German into uh uh it, so the Germans are all kind of American like yeah, like the yeah, Dutch, yeah. like the Dutch accent you were talking about. Yes, that kind of thing. And it's dubbed, so it's not quite the same, it doesn't look the same. Um, and then but the Italian bits are great because it's like real authentic and it's real their voice, and they're like you know, really pissed off Italian. <clears throat> aroma, and can you do you know have you tried
1: or. to change so you can get it as sort of uh
2: Subtitles. I do, yeah. yeah, I probably can. I didn't I, I, I can I be honest with you? I didn't know this was subtitled for a while. I was like, the acting is it and this is shit. But I'll stick with it. It was like very fucking <laughs> it's like this
1: 1930
2: toothpaste bits Yeah, like yeah. really, but it was really wooden acting. It was like Jesus it's weird. Like that the voices aren't matching their, you know, it's just <laughs> oh god. But that's another one, barbarian. Like, it, like I just okay. gotten into this place, this whole yeah, uh, you know, historically like, type. Yeah, 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 but it's it's fascinating because it does. Then you do end up on Wikipedia, going, and who was that person, and where was that, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you know, you know, man, I'm learning all the time. Yeah, life is a life is a, every day's a school day. Guys. Every day's a school day, man. Yeah. Give me something. I, I, okay. Okay, me, podcast wise. Oh wow! Okay, great. Um, Mr.
1: James O'Brien uh, interviewing Ahmed Jalali. Oh, loved it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. A treat for yeah. everyone out there. Mm. Um what else? Oh, um, how would people know Ahmed Jalali if just in case they haven't?
1: He's a very self-deprecating Iranian uh, uh fattish man with a real London accent. Yeah. And you might see him on all manner of like stand-up programs, you know, like Saturday, not that Saturday, what's that live at the Apollo and whatever? Yeah. He comes on and, and he can get away with saying pretty much anything and he also does accents of people like 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 sort of he looks arabic so he kind of does that oh, and he gets away with doing angry arabs like but angry arabs not like ayatollahs just like getting fleeced in a taxi sort of thing that everyday angriness but, yeah but put I, the, yeah yeah iranian yeah.
2: taxi driver stuff or whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah he's very good but he's been in lots of films as well yeah, he's done quite well in Hollywood. He, yeah. he was in The Mummy. He was in The Mummy, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. Great. yeah. It was a really good, really good interview. He's a really good character, really. Really reminds me of... Um, hello, John mouth. Ah. Oh, oh John Alexi Cottenham. Sale. Alexi Sale. That yeah, the two them. of them
1: are very similar.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's can, oh, the dog is... Mm. <laughs> 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 the dog is like, stop, stop dancing on my master's testicles in his sleep, you bastard he's just having a go um, at the cat uh so that's a good one james o'brien great podcast great interview yes um did you mention the other one the scottish dude we haven't mentioned uh, him on the alan cummings alan cummings that was really good brilliant that was really that's that's kind of
1: kind of hard not a hard listen but really sad life i've heard him being was that one that was desert island discs was it or was it with he did Desert
2: Island Discs, but I think he did something. Yeah, else. the Desert I, Island Discs was a kind of a light version of his life. Mm, but I, I, I definitely heard a version of some of that interview before, and I mm. remember. And, and the, the most poignant part of that was he grew up. I don't want to spoil the interview, but his father was um, a bit of, was a cunt um, and violent and psychologically oh, uh, manipulative, and the gamekeeper and all this kind of stuff, and didn't particularly like his children, it seems. But as, as adults himself and his brother went back to confront the father and what they did was they rocked up to his house and they, they all went for a walk and they basically said everything to the dad and they had it out and they're like this, you were this and you were that and you were that, you know, and they just, you know, just didn't fucking engage, didn't really say mm-hmm. anything, didn't didn't disagree, didn't agree whatever. And basically at the end of that conversation, they kind of said, look, we just needed to s- s- have that out. Uh, he did say at one point he thinks he might have been kind of welling up or close to tears mm. or emotion, but he didn't. He didn't break. He said, look, it, we're interested in us all being, you know, uh, uh, you being in our lives. You yeah. know, we, we'd be OK with that if you are interested in doing the work and, you know, whatever that took, whether it be like therapy or whatever. And he just fucking they he just blanked them, didn't say anything. And they never really spoke again. That was it. And he didn't.
1: Yeah, you you were expecting this sort of like, and then you know he came to my kids communion. or You know, yeah, he
2: called me one day and yeah, you know. out of the
1: blue. No, fuck, I never even <laughs> ever missed a beat. Just fucked off into the distance. They took him to places and said, "This is what you did here. This is what you did there. Mm. This is where you hit me. This is where you hit me the first. This is where one, you but... shaved
2: my head with the <clears throat> with the sheep shears because yeah. my hair was too long.
1: Yeah, because I was looking kind of camp or whatever and trying to be in." You know, in the starlight, and uh, yeah, this way you 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 beat the shit out of me, took
2: took me down a notch. But, but I wonder. Part of me is like, maybe there's people out there who just hate their kids, and they're like totally cool with that. And it's like, nah, just fucking hate those guys. And like, and actually, and actually, like feel like they're right. Yeah, well, they were little pricks anyway. So you know, well, that's
1: that's a lot of the time why we have social services. Yeah, people just can't get to grips with. You know, not everyone is, is is good at being a. You you think that everybody is going to naturally kind of nurture something, mm. but you know you see it in people with animals. If they're going to treat a fucking dog like that. They're hardly going to treat a child, better, are they?
2: But then you look at that's the thing because in every family, there's somebody comes along and there's the opportunity to change that the passing mm-hmm. from one from trauma on, on the along the family line. Do you know what I mean? So it's go yeah. it's it's like you you know that that dad is only acting the way he's been taught or reacting to how he was treated and passing it on. And I mean that's that's the wonderful thing especially listening to someone like Alan Cumming because you're like he was the guy and his brother in that family that said no yeah we're, we're the to... generation that we're not going to pass it on anymore we're yeah. breaking that we're breaking the the cycle you know which is um which is wonderful and just to have that strength to say no not interested in being in your life anymore.
1: No very deep. Um yeah because he he was he was what, 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 he was um he was a journalist as well. He was all sorts of stuff.
2: Yeah, he started off writing for a, a kids, not a kids, a teen pop magazine yeah. and then got into writing the horoscopes or something or the <laughs> Yeah, the horoscopes. He
1: always made them good. He always made it Yeah, bother. yeah, he
2: didn't want anyone to have a bad day. <laughs> your something is in your anus, but it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a pleasurable <laughs> <an> experience. <laughs>
1: It's being <laughs> lubed by Pisces.
2: <laughs> oh, moon is in Uranus. But but oh. feels
1: but it feels nice.
2: Um, oh god! So
1: I, in 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 um radio podcasty type stuff as well. I I've let my BBC Sounds account just sort of develop, and it keeps recommending stuff to me. And every every once in a while, it comes up with something, and there's a a program called. Dead Hand on BBC. It's a BBC documentary on BBC Sounds. Not a documentary on BBC Sounds. It's a BBC play. Oh, um, and I was also addicted. I had my I had my niece staying with me from Norway for a while, for about a month in the middle of COVID and everything. But she got addicted to to uh, the Graham Norton um holding.
0: Oh, holding. holding.
1: Yeah. Is that is that been done as a as a radio yes. play? No, 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 no. It's been done as a TV. OK, on I didn't, ITV. Very, I didn't very know this a, a lot of characters. Um, so it was a bit confusing, um, but we got through it. Um, and with the help of her young mind telling us, myself and Sally Ann, who was who, we got through it. But the, the eunuch from um, Game oh, of Thrones, Game of Thrones, the Northern Irish guy, yeah, um, was the main character in it. As well as Siobhan McSweeney, but he was oh, the main guy. No way. But, and then I'm listening to this play, Dead Hand, on BBC, which is about a, a mass murderer in Northern Ireland. And his voice is coming through my headphones. And he plays an awful bastard, this thing. Like, so, yeah, it was, it was it was, like, you know, everything was coming together, man. The universe was speaking. Wow. Con- Conlon, something is it? Con- I can't remember his name. His name is Co Conlon.
2: He's got a weird name, Eunuch.
1: You're, he was the eunuch.
2: Him, like, yeah, just trying to remember who. Oh, the US, yes, 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 the big guy, the bald-headed yeah, guy. the bald-headed the, guy. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah. monk, monk yes. character. Yeah, yeah, type. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who would
1: give counsel to whatever?
2: Yeah, I, I, remember I remember it. It. He, he was brilliant, actually. Bald. He,
1: I'm googling it now. Bald eunuch. Bald eunuch. Game of Thrones. There it is, and it's up, and it's oh, Varys. Varys. Uh, what's his name?
2: Yeah. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Conleth Hill. Conleth Hill. Yes. And he is a, he is a Conleth, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Conleth. I know. C O N L E S. No, if you're
1: L-E-T-H. L-E-T-H. <laughs> <laughs> That's COVID brain. That is COVID. That's exactly
2: yeah. it. Yeah, I'm having trouble spelling stuff. Really. All sorts. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he spelled that beautifully. That's how they would have spelt it in Saxon times. They
1: would, yeah. It it would says, yes, my name is Conleth. <laughs>
2: um Well, I've I've kind of oh yeah so so Ozark. Oh
1: yeah 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 yeah. Are you are you up to speed with Ozark? I'm. It's series four. I've watched the first seven, which which were probably the like. Everything's going wrong again, and then like Marty puts himself under a little bit more pressure, and then somebody mm. kills somebody else. It's like it was the most stressful fucking television, but brilliant. Yeah. And now it the last bit has dropped. Yeah. How many episodes? Uh, I
2: think it's, it's I think it's five? was it seven and seven, or no, was we yeah, yeah, it maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is like the last remaining of the, the last episodes of the last season ever of Ozark and it's, I, I, I've been watching already. Um, uh, it, I don't know if it you're... In- doesn't, it doesn't let up uh, it, it, Oh, straight away, straight into it. I don't know if you... Very interesting. So the character, Ruth... Um, yeah, yeah. Ruth Langmore. Yeah, and, she, and some of her family were very much involved. I won't give away a spoiler, but yes. we left it where something yes. bad had happened to her family. So she's very much in a central character when it picks up again. And she and her uh, brother... Shared this love of hip hop, um, rap, uh, American rap. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say West, yeah, East. Anyway, Naz is a rapper, so he released an album. I'm gonna say 1994. Jesus, I won't be able to find it. I not won't, I, won't, I don't want to get these details wrong. Oh, uh, yeah, so Illmatic is an album by Naz. I don't know if you listen to a bit of rap, Mike, ever. No, no, no. okay. Yeah, so he's got it. like so in this this is a seminal album called Ilmatic tracks called like The Genesis, um, New York State of Mind, Life's a Bitch. So basically when she's going about her business in her first um in her in the first uh episode, she's listened, she's just got the headphones on okay. or she got it on yeah, the yeah. car. So it's just like if you can imagine it's kind of NWA-ish. Uh, yeah. that's the sort of the style 90s rap you know a brilliant yeah. album and it's uh, just it's just it's a really for me I was like oh, I love this I can love this I love the music I love what's going on I love what's happening it was just absolutely brilliant um, and Wendy and Marty are as mental as ever uh, Wendy is like the, the thing about yeah. yeah the thing about her is like and this is this is, explains sort of Ozark for me is like the craziest shit in the world can be happening. Like There can be like a member of a drug cartel shooting some guy in the head or some dude being held captive down a dungeon or something and being forced to listen to heavy metal music as you know someone's pissing yep. on him or something absolutely bonkers is just happening. And then it'll cut to uh, Wendy at the sink peeling carrots for the dinner and then giving out because... Yeah. <laughs> Dinner's at seven and she's having a glass of wine and like yes. <laughs> they're setting the had, table. Have you done your homework? <laughs> have you done your homework? He <laughs> yeah. just, just, you just, 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 just shot a guy. Well, well I, have, I didn't have a chance to my home because I shot a guy in the chest and I had to clean that up. So, I, But I'll get to it later. Make sure yeah. you do. Make sure yeah. you do. And she's like, because it's like, it's family dinner tonight. Family and dinner.
1: it's like, fucking nuts.
2: Yeah. But she, she she's like, she's like, gets pissed off because one of the kids isn't coming to family dinner. <laughs> Marty, you need Marty. Mm-hmm. You need to you you need to say something to Jeb or whatever his name is. And he's like, oh, he's young. He's he's living his own life. He's yeah, making really his own the cartel. We all did that. He's just, he's just he's just he's just he's just doing his thing. We were all. Are you all right? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <clears> I just wanna, get very uh, windy. You're going to fall over me. Windy. No, we no, can no, wrap no. this up, Mike. We can wrap this up because I think this is a lot to ask of you in your in your. Uh, in your <clears> I need to wrap it up at
1: some point because my wife keeps ringing me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap it up. Let's let, let's let's do another one soon, really soon, and then okay, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we'll have mo- much more. Check, We've got more. Check, I've got more to out. do.
1: I've got loads to do.
2: Okay, great. We'll hold on to that list. Don't do anything. Go see your wife, and uh, I'll go see my in-laws, and uh, we'll do this really soon. So either during the week or we'll definitely do it next weekend. Okay. Yeah. And thanks for listening. You and the listener. Yeah. Thanks to everybody for listening. Yeah. I thought he was talking. I thought he was talking to me. I was like, I I wasn't really listening.
1: It's nice to talk.
2: Yeah. I was listening, but I wasn't paying attention. I don't know what you said. I'm just clocking in, clocking out. This is just a job to me, Mike.
1: (laughs) Actually, I know who you remind me of now. Steve Wright in his very early days, the oh. DJ, not That's... his latter days. Okay, good. I, I hasten to add. I don't right. know if you've seen any pictures of Steve Wright in his latter days. Has he been cancelled? Uh, no. Oh no
2: no no not no. definitely not. Okay, he couldn't he cancel that fella? Okay.
1: Less said about that the better.
2: Okay. Um,
1: yeah, let's let's go, guy.
2: Let's check, let's yeah. ch- ch- check, check, check in again. Remind uh, yeah. yourself, and uh, I, really, I hope yeah, you yeah. feel better. Acupuncture is supposed to be very good uh, t- for dealing with the after effects of COVID. I know you don't believe in that woo-woo, but try it.
1: I used to get acupuncture for my dog. I do believe in that woo-woo.
2: Oh, sorry. The only thought, thing that sort of rusty out. I thought you were going to poo-poo my woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> that's another uh, my other podcast, Don't Poo-Poo My Woo-Woo. <laughs> <laughs> right. down. Mike, mind yourself. Good talking Brilliant. to you. Uh, and best of luck tomorrow. Thanks very much. Thank you. Take care. Take it easy. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>